The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 50 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Neil, yes. oh my goodness. This new microphone, I can see everything. I can sit up straight. Oh, wow. No slouching for me. You look so much taller than me. Do I got to get one of these <laughs> Well, now? I am. Um, sure, yeah. We, we can arrange that. What is the cost on the Amazon thing? I don't know. Santa brought no, it Santa to me. I want, no. what, I want what you got. And I want what you have. Okay. You know what I want, Neil? You you want Tori to hit it? Welcome to the OC Bombers podcast. And now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Number 161. 161, our first Brand new episode of and 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's, everybody. Yeah, you know, ho- hopefully, when we do in the podcast, Happy New Year, you know you, those those texts, like the automatic, like... Oh, yeah, with text. the fireworks. Yeah. I think it happens when people listen to the podcast also. Yes, Our yes, podcast. in their heads. Exactly. Neil, 161, yeah. as in... What's that? United Nations Security Council Resolution Number 161. Okay. Uh, That was adopted in February 21st, 1961. The council urged the UN to immediately take measures to prevent the occurrence of civil war in the Congo. The council further urged withdrawal of all Belgian and other foreign military from the Congo. We didn't start the fire, Billy Joel. Oh. Belgians in the Congo. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. So there you go. There's context for all you Billy Joel fans He's, out there. Uh, great. I'm glad we got there. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered why the Belgians were, but you know. I mean, let, let, why would we talk about conflicts in, in Africa, you know, to kick off the new year? <laughs> I mean, it's so relevant from 1961 to I mean, 2023 to Billy Joel and 1986 song. Oh, we're so topical. Yeah. Neil, we've yes. got a um, new... What's uh, a new segment here. New segment. We, we, we're not going to do today in history. Now it's it's a new one called. Do you, do you, do you think do you think there's a relief or, or I, like, I think uh, some people depended on that for their quizzes in high school because we got a lot of high schoolers listening. Is, we do. <laughs> I, I don't know. But it's going to be celebrity birthdays. Celebrity birthdays. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to give you three celebrities, and you're going to guess the age, and we'll they see al- how close they, you are. Are they all alive? Ones that you're well, yes, guess. yes. Okay. That will be part of this. They have to be currently living when we record the episode, <laughs> because you never know what will happen in 2023. <laughs> okay, here we go. Celebrity birthdays. And I guess we'll talk about the celebrities. and the... We'll give a little context. Okay. All right. Neil. Yes. Cuba Gooding Jr. How old is Cuba? Show me the money! Show me the money. Jerry Maguire, uh, Rod Tilwell from your Arizona Cardinals is the role he played that Uh, made him famous. Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to go. When was his birthday, by the way? It's today. Oh, it's today. Yeah. That's that's why these celebrity birthdays are on the day we record the podcast. All right. 54. Ladies and gentlemen... 54 on the nose. Woo-hoo! Congratulations. Wow. I, uh, did, you, was, did you know he was born in the Bronx? I did not know that. I, yeah. like, I liked him. I thought he was really talented. I thought he was a funny guy. What ha- What is he doing today? Uh, not much. Oh, bummer. Not much. I think he had some legal issues. Let's move oh, on. No. Here you go. Gabrielle Cartieris. Who? <laughs> Gabrielle Car- You may know her from <laughs> okay. Beverly Hills 90210, Andrea Zuckerman. 
Oh, yes. Remember? Yes, 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 yes see? Yes, yes, okay. Yes, yes. You're with me now. How old is she? Well, uh, let's get back to her character first. I'm trying, oh, so she was probably, Andrea Zuckerman. Yes. She was the one that was, wasn't as attractive as all the other ones. But she was she. <laughs> <laughs> But but she was like in the group or not in the group. She she was in the group. She yes. was always at the peach. She was she was the smart. Yeah, she was at the peach pit. Right. She was the smart one. Ooh, I, and I don't know this. I'm asking this a wild question. Who was like the um the guy the server at the peach pit that like you know hey kids get out of here yeah who was what was that character what was his name and what was it like by the way just nine zero two one zero was some really kind of early um. Bonding for Scott and I. True yes, true yes, statement. it was true statement. We started watching. I started watching it to make fun of it. Then I got hooked first. Right, right. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. That being said, let's get back. How to- old is she, Neil? <laughs> I want to go. She's forty-eight. She is sixty-one. What? Years young. Sixty-one. Oh, years she was young. always older than the rest of them. That's right. I remember that now. Is that true statement? Is that right? I I don't know. I don't remember. Neil. Yes. Your last celebrity birthday, Trombone Shorty, well, Troy Andrews. You know Trombone Shorty, right? I like the Trombone Shorty. I saw him open for Hall & Oates a few years ago. Very nice. I had tickets to Trombone Shorty uh, a few years ago, and I got stuck down in Florida. I had to I had to give oh, my no. ticket to some. Oh. We could just, uh, v- uh, very eclectic, weird yeah. jazz, rock, yeah. fusion. He's a, he's a young and I'm going to go with um 39. So close. He is 36 years ooh, young. Ooh, and ooh. last year, he won his first Grammy as a featured yeah. artist on John Batiste. We are. Funny thing about, about uh, Trump, I'm sure. He was on um, that this Paul Simon um, tribute that was on the Kennedy Center tribute. Or something. okay. And then um, wa- I taped it, watched it. It was wonderful. Trumbo Shorty and all these great arts were there. It was wonderful. Then I watched the Kennedy Center thing. U 2s being on. I'm officially old. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting into CBS, uh, Kennedy Center, yeah. and honorees. I'm like, Barbara, where are you? <laughs> CBS, the <laughs> Tiffany Network, the old people's network. Coming up next, murder. Scott, she wrote, it's, it, it's done. <laughs> CBS Sunday morning. You're, you're in. It's so good. All right. Let's do it. And that's our celebrity birthday guessing uh, uh play along at home yeah, have exactly. fun with that so that's our new segment and also now uh neil's music corner yeah i music corner i might change the name of this little segment yeah, yeah you like you should you, how about music neil's music basement uh, basement tapes i like i will talk Wall later strikes, on. yeah sure sure well right. uh scruffy all right. So, do you remember back? Remember back? Uh, one of my first music gigs back in the day was the SOTWs, the Song Song of the Week. Yes. This uh, was this was in the heyday of Napster. Of where, Napster, where you could download free songs and, at um, will. You know, uh, Rob Glenn, close your ears. But we worked and we worked. We had inter- <laughs> internet out the gazoo. We would just download songs, walk away from our desk, and we'd have thousands of. Right, it's like you queue up ten songs to download, uh, do your work, and they're there. It was, I, I, it was wonderful. Anyway, so um, so I used to do these songs of the week because I had a whole, the universe was my thing, and remember, you, you would send our bomber crew an email right. every week. And Here's every, my song of the week. Right, I would get killed, but some people liked it. it you know, just, nobody listens to this kind of music. It's kind of like today, exactly. So this nothing's this, changed. So just just to let you know, this started a long time ago. But anyway, back to the song of the week. That, this this this. Idea came about was Cover Me January, where I did cover songs for the month of January. Remember mm-hmm. that, Scott? Yeah, yeah. I love cover songs. Do you like cover songs? I love cover songs. I have an entire playlist devoted to them. Oh, really? Do you know the difference between a cover song and a remake? I'm not sure I like this thing, but this is what they say. I would say a cover song, you change it up a little bit, make it your own. Remakes are exactly note for note, 
The oh, same? Listen to this. Dif- it's a little opposite. There's one key distinction between a cover song and a remake. The interpretation of the song. A cover song is a new performance of a recording of a previously recorded song by someone other than the original artist or composer. Sure. The new recording is typically similar to the original song in terms of structure through the arrangement may be different. Okay. Remake, reinterpretation, and remix are synonyms for a new version of a song that differs substantially from the original recording. Two covers of the Rolling Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, illustrate the difference mm-hmm. between a cover and a remake. Otis Redding's 1965 take is a cover. That's which mm-hmm. is great. That's Monterey Jack Festival. Ooh. Right, right. Very good. And Though I it think differs I know in where you're going. Lyrics, his version follows the original strong structure. Devo's Devo, that's 1977 right. covers a remake because of a substantial difference in get, beat, nope. tempo, and instrumentation. That is fact. No, no, no. So, so uh, I need to Willy Wonka that, strike right. that, reverse it, right. and, and I got it. Okay. All right. Now, all right. now once again, I, I always like the when these the covers are more popular than the than the originals. Original. So these like are, Moni Moni, Billy Idol. I think I, we've talked about covers before. Early episode, yeah. Really? How mm-hmm. about all right? So these are some covers that are more popular. And we'll discuss it. Right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Respect by Aretha Franklin, was covered by Otis Redding. Now, here's the only thing I'd say to these Stax and Motown. They had all those songs were in their catalog, and they kind of all Everybody did, them. did their own versions right. of no, songs. Nothing against Aretha's. I mean, it's just a classic. Like, like in our something old, new, borrowed right. blue, the, the covers, right. like Bud was talking right. about, right. Uh, Blue Suede Shoes, right. yeah. Carl Perkins, Elvis, same time. Right. Yeah. Um, I Will Always Love You. Whitney Houston made it more popular than... Uh, yeah. who, who did the original? Uh, Dolly. Okay. I still love Dolly's version much. I think it's a little more subtle really? and, and feeling. I mean, Whitney belted it out. No question about that. But All along the watchtower? Uh, Dylan. Jim, Jim, Jimmy Dylan Hendrix. and Jimmy, yeah. I think they're both great. This one, Hurt, which is uh, Johnny Cash. Ever hear him sing that song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurt. I mean, you could, the, you could feel the, the, uh, the, the sorrow coming out of his voice when he Rick sings Rubin it. Rick Rubin produced that. Original by Nine Inch Nails. My sister Deborah loves that. Twist and Shout by the Beatles. Oh, yeah. Versus the Isley Brothers. Brothers, Yeah. I heard heard the Isley Brothers the other day. I Fought the Law, the Clash Mm -hmm. version versus Bobby Philippe. I've heard both those this weekend also. Nothing Compares to You, which was done by uh, Sinead O'Connor. Sinbad O'Connor. Sinbad. No. (laughs) Those are my covers. Uncle Festa, what are you singing today? We did talk about covers. Do we need it? Here's a question. Do we need a cover? uh, Is a cover a Mart or is it a Rushmore or is it a... um, I think we could could do a Rushmore of Scruffy. All right. Get it on the list. Put it down. I, you know, because I was going to put that my favorite cover down, but then if I did that, I would have laid my marker. Nope, don't, yeah, don't do that. Save it for another episode. The, the crowd's like, hmm, scratching their heads. What is it? <laughs> there we go. Neil's Music Corner, Basement. basement tapes. Tapes. Uh, Listeners, let us know what you feel about this. I would use the loft, but that's already been taken. <laughs> All right, Neil, uh, we're going to do a little bit of recapping some things that happened in 2022 and look forward to 2023 here. Okay. Since we're in it, Uh, I'm going to give you the- I love being retrospective. The Oxford Word of the Year. Okay. Now, this is a word or expression that reflects the ethos, the mood, or the preoccupations of 2022, Mm -hmm. and it should have lasting cultural significance. Sure. So here it is. Are you ready? The Oxford Word of the Year was- Goblin mode. Oh, yeah, sure. What? (laughs) Uh, A slang term, you know, you could be in goblin mode or getting ready to go into goblin mode. It's a behavior which is unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy, typically in a way that rejects social norms or expectations. Oh, Oh, it's like a reality TV show. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, apparently this was first used back in 2009 on Twitter, but then in February of last year, quickly made its way into newspapers and magazines. I did not see this in Frederick magazine. So how, 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 how could this actually be no, the word of the year? I would agree with that, but I would, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. I think it's okay. I mean, we, we did those things on words years back and I was like, no, but this is okay. I like, I this, get it. Okay. So, uh, here's an example of yeah. goblin mode. Goblin mode is like when you wake up at 2 AM and shuffle into the kitchen, wearing nothing but a long t-shirt to make a weird snack like melted cheese on saltines. Now, first of all, melted cheese on saltines or Ritz, yeah, it's a good snack. So I don't know why they're yeah. making fun of that. All right. Well, I guess it's a timing to wake up. So in the I didn't, you know, just, uh, I didn't like this goblin mode. I had never I heard it before. Yeah. You just being unapologetic is what I heard. Goblin right. mode. Doing right. weird things. Uh, also in 2022, let's talk about what a, a the week, listens. A week year for words. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about our podcast. I hope the music was better. <laughs> In 2022, we had 7,780 listens. Wow. So once again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for listening. Now, that was 95 less than 2021. All right. Well, but, but 21, there was a pandemic year. People were just, were, were, you know, they got out a little bit too. So I'm, I'm not yeah, upset about that. So, so here's my hope and wish for 2023 is that we get to 30,000 listens. It's it's uh seven hundred seven thousand six hundred twenty nine away. Ah, we could do it. That's right in our wheelhouse, listeners. You can we make can it, it happen. Suchita, we need your help in India. Yeah, exactly. Let's Big be, market. Yeah. Come on, exactly. help us out a little bit. Or maybe we'll go back. To, we'll just start South Africa, South America, or or Africa. We, we, we could work our way. I think we need continents. a van and we need to go on tour. Right, right, and and yeah. th that would. Uh, all right, we could do it. That would, that would get. Some By the way, um, in our um cheap Cherokee this weekend, Lisa and I. Yeah, we uh, we we went to we passed the hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow! Oh, very nice. So, it's nice, and we, and we like we we're kind of timing it. We're on seventy coming back from Jersey. Hey, look, day. look, you gotta look. I, Watch. Look. Did, did you know what was playing when we played? Uh, I don't know. Little Pink Houses by John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh, very nice. That nice. So, Neil, here's here's another uh, twenty twenty two thing for you. Yes, the top trending search of the year. So on your Google machine, whatever this you is not use, mine. <laughs> no, not yours. This is in general for, okay. for all of us. In 2022, the most searched word was Wordle. Do you do the Wordle? I don't do that. I do Wordscapes. Well, Lisa does Wordscapes. Kelly does Wordscapes too. And um, but Wordle, my sisters love it. They have a group, a family group at the whole. whole oh, I've seen text change. Shout out! Sh shout out to the Wordle group. Listen to the podcast. Wordle, Wordle. Listen, but no, I, I, I don't like those word games. I've told you before, like Wheel of Fortune and stuff. Just not my thing. Yeah, yeah. But that's why I do Wordscapes. It's to get myself better at this. Okay. That's a weakness. I'm well, working on it. Yeah, I have no. I hate words. I told you that. <laughs> you hate words. I hate letters. I hate words. I just. <laughs> now, do you hate commercial breaks? Yes. Ah, well, too bad. We got to take one. Oh. And when we come back, some more 2022 and 2023 things and fun. Fun. We're going to have fun. So that daddy took a deep breath away. Can't get to sleep? Having another restless night? I've been tossing and turning all night. I need my sleep, too. I work for a living. Well, I'm no marriage counselor, but have you tried Neilquil, the liquid sleeping aid? Neilquil, liquid sleeping aid? Give one tablespoon to your spouse and their voice will soothe you to sleep. Here, honey, try this. That's right. One dose of Neilquil will have you asleep in no time as your spouse talks about 
Neil's music. Have you heard the new Fruit Bats album, The Pet Parade? It's the best. Have I told you about the impromptu Mountain Gates experience I had? Oh man, it was the best. Honey, are you still awake? New pumpkin spice flavored Neil Quill will put you to sleep while talking about fair produce judging criteria. So you have um, the two most types of containers are really perpetually the plate, are most commonly used for fruiting vegetables such as tomatoes, cucumbers, or beans. Neil Quill, now available at your local pharmacy and all OCB roadside convenience stores. Side effects of Neil Quill include, but are not limited to, constipation, cramps, bloating, sudden onset diarrhea, and listening to the loft. By the way, how's the new mic? I love the new mic stand. It's I really can't we're, see we're your thinking. face. That, you know. Well, do you really want to? You can see my eyes a little bit. This is true. Sultry. I like sitting here like... Are we gonna, what are we calling back? Oh, I thought we just did. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasting apps. Listen. I had to give you a little cue there, no, right? No, a little the, frog in your throat, maybe? I have to clear my throat. <clears> throat> oh, oh, yeah. All right. Hey, yeah. let's, let's have the first toilet joke of oh. 2023. What do you say, Neil? Let's do it. What does a urologist shout out when he makes a medical breakthrough? I don't know, Neil. What does a urologist <laughs> say when he makes a medical breakthrough? Urethra! <laughs> little wordplay there I like that one wow no well i mean it, I, it, it gets personal it's, <laughs> it's a nice pun it's a good pun I know, I urologist think. jokes just get personal to me <laughs> <laughs> all right well, you may continue all right uh neil not nothing on the feedback but we do have a gift what's oh what's that we have a gift from Big Sister Jody. It says Scott and Neil. It's a box. It's uh, beautifully wrapped. I've been holding it two weeks. Uh, Neil, you please, uh, you do the honors. I, I, I do, by the way, I want the last gift we opened. As I opened this one, you could hear the crackling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember my reaction that I said to Lisa, I, I quoted what Lisa was going to do, and I was in a car listening to it yes. with her. On cue was exactly what she did. <laughs> it was fantastic. All right, now, oh, what do we got open? Oh, look at this. this it's a box. A, what is this? It's a puzzle. A bourbon, 550-piece bourbon puzzle. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Maybe we should assemble that uh, on the podcast. Like, every week, uh, do a couple pieces. Okay. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it looks hard. 550 pieces. Thank you so much. And maybe we should try each and every one of those bourbons That's a better idea. Four bells. Oh, I love that. Let's get get, um, Bud back and do some more whiskey (laughs) testing. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Big, you, Big Sister, Sister Jody. Jody. And by the way, we're looking forward to you coming back on the... Uh, uh, we're looking new- forward to her next week coming uh, on for her old new borrowed blue. She said she's ready and, and she's going to bring it. And she needs to. Re- she's going to turn out the gauntlet to somebody else, right? She is. Okay. She's got to challenge someone else. Okay. You may continue. Neil, let's do yes. the 2022 box office, uh, box domestic office. box office, not international. Oh, sure. Okay. According to Box Office Mojo, number 10 is... Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with 190 million. I've seen half of this. Uh, Riker and I had it on and we were doing other stuff. And then I was like, yeah, we're not watching any. Uh, Number nine. Number nine. Spider-Man No Way Home. And this was released last December. So this was a carryover, uh, 231 million. On top of what they did last holiday. Wow. In 2021. Everybody liked that movie. That was a big movie. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Uh, Number eight is Thor Love and Thunder. Okay. 343 million. That was a big meh. Uh, number seven was the Batman at three hundred sixty nine million. I have that on. I sort of. Wa- I, I am going to watch it this week. As Bud said, it's very slow. <laughs> 
Uh, number six is Minions: The Rise of Gru at three hundred sixty-nine million. Who doesn't love the Minions? I've never seen one of those movies. I oh. think we've said that. Uh, Lisa, Lisa likes it. Number five was Jurassic World Dominion at three hundred seventy-six million. Is that uh, is that on the HBO these days? It's now? on Peacock, and Kelly and I watched it, okay. and it's basically cartoon dinosaurs chasing people again. Uh, you know, whatever okay. your mileage may vary. Okay. Number four. Avatar: The Way of Water with four hundred. Wow, million. that came out like that, like last week. Yeah, just before Christmas. Now, um, big. I'm not gonna say Deborah. <laughs> big sister Deborah. Yeah, you were gonna say that. Deb, sorry, she gave it kind of a mixed review. Um, I have no interest. I didn't care for the first one. Whatever. No, I mean, I'll wait. I'll, I'll wait for the HBO. Even though, even even though it's probably better in the theater. At that. Absolutely, with the three Ds. Yeah, that would be better. So you make it to new number three. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah, four hundred eleven million. Love that movie. Wasn't that wasn't that also last year's box carryover? No, that was that was no no that was all all within all that was, within that was last a summer year. blockbuster. Okay, and then another Marvel Black Panther Wakanda Forever oh, yeah. at four hundred thirty six million. I thought it was a good follow up. Yeah. Not great, but good. And then number one is your Top Gun Maverick at seven hundred and eighteen million. You did not care for it. I liked it. I was so I've seen one of those movies. Yeah, um, I've seen seven of them. Okay, so uh, seven and a half for Which, Sonic the Hedgehog two. I don't know what happens. No. I don't know what happens. So, <laughs> so that's your box office in review. So, so, Sonic probably safe today. You think? Well, Knuckles is in it, and so is Tails. Woohoo! All right, Neil, you love giving us your top 10 albums of the year. Well, yeah. And I'll, we I'll, love hearing it. So bring we'll, it on. We will. Um, this is a, Actually, I have my top 23 albums. I can post this. I, I'll send you the link for these top 23 albums in order. All 270 songs out there. I can do that. Wow. Really? Yes, you can. Okay, I'll do that. But just to give you a little process there. I have, when I get a new album I listen to a couple of times, I put it into a folder. So there was probably, it was over 600 songs, or I don't know the number of albums. That, okay. I pared them down. To these, Lots of music. So that, Power down to, the, to these top 23. But you're giving us the top 10. Oh, really? I'm only allowed to. Well, that's what, you, that's what Scruffy told <laughs> me. Right. But here's, to. I got a couple of firsts on, a couple of firsts on this one. Here, on, on this uh-huh. list. I have a tie for number one. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean there's only nine other ones? Yeah. Or, or there, okay. Yeah, so it goes from one so, to So three. you're going to start with one. Which is, um, and it's going to be alphabetical order okay. for number one. So number one is, oh yeah, I, I'll, yeah I'll, tell you, I'll, start, I'll start with 10. How about that? Okay, yes. All right, number 10. Is Alt J the dream? So Alt J is a uh, kind of a new last ten years. Um, okay, never never heard of him. Number nine is North Mississippi All Stars Set Sail. Really nice album. Did I listen to this? I, I don't recall. Have. Number nine was probably the comeback album of the year. Was Tears for Fears the Tripping Point? Yes, yes, oh, great. Album. Yeah, that was very good. Um, still still very moody, Oof. very, very uh, good great stuff from stuff those guys. It. Listen to that album. Number seven. This one stuck up with me. Charlie Crockett. The Man from Waco. Charlie Crockett. Now, this album, I, Scott, this is great song. This is songwriting, country, country and western songwriting at its best. I would love to see the Mavericks do this album. I mean, the songs. Oh, are this just, is Crockett. Yeah, I listened to this. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is, these songs are fantastic, but mm-hmm. I want to hear. I mean, you're, this, his voice, I mean, it's just, it's, it just needs a little bit more, but it's, the songs are so. Anyway, number six, Father John Misty. Cholet and the, the next 20th century. Now, this John, John Father Misty, he's a local guy. It's a good Sunday morning coffee, and a cup of hot Like cocoa. a jazzy or acoustic guitar? Acoustic like guitar, okay. strong, very nice, mellow. Number five, another uh, surprise that came up this year to come back was Paolo Nutini's Last Night into the Bittersweet. Which is you a, love just saying it, his name. Paolo Nutini. Paolo Nutini. <laughs> By the way, I need to go. It almost I, sounds like a Jawa from Star Wars. Utini! I need right? to, I, I need to, yes. I, 
I need to go to Scotland. Sure, uh, we should both go to Scotland for the podcast. For like music. Palutini, Bella Sebastian was on this list this year, and also uh, The Proclaimers. Yeah, I got to go there. All right, number four. Hooray for the riffraff, which is we, which was one of that first screamer of the week. Remember that, right? right? Yes, uh, yes. Life on Earth. Now this album snuck up on me. I loved it. Never heard of the band before. I heard maybe one song. Mm-hmm. Love it. Number three, Pete Yorn, Hawaii. Now this Pete Yorn album is fantastic. This is ten songs of just pure power pop. It's awesome. Yes, I've listened to this. Beautiful. Pete Yorn. All right, here's the number tie for number number one. Oh, here we go. Yeah. I, I like that you did that too. You don't have a number two and then two for number right. one. I, I like that. Okay. Um, it is Spoon, Lucifer on the Sofa, mm-hmm. and Wilco, Cool Country. Now, these albums could be- I've uh, listened to both of those. These albums could be so totally different than-, than, than but, but Spoon, Lucifer on the, on the Sofa, fantastic rock album. You youngins out there, listen to it. It's what a good, solid- Listen to Spoon. Ten, ten, out, ten songs of just good, solid rock and roll that you could know- I tell you what, songs. when my Spotify is throwing random songs yeah. at me, the Spoon comes up a lot. I dig it, and it's I nice. always hit like- yeah, exactly. And well, that's why. And and then we'll go crew country. Didn't get a lot of play. I mean, but but it was um it was solid from start to finish. Twenty three songs. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, they played them all live, and it's just beautiful. He's just one of the Jeff Tweedy's one of the greatest. Unbelievable. <laughs> all right, one point here on number fifteen, Courtney Barnett, which was released in December of two thousand twenty one. Oh, oh, a carryover. But I listened to it in January. That's called a callback. <laughs> we mentioned that <laughs> January. I mean, that was just dominated my first part of the year. I had to. You know, you uh, kept on yeah, it, yeah. exactly. All right, just a couple. What, just a couple of things. I looked at some of the lists around the, around the uh, country here, like Rolling Stone magazine, Pitchfork, AV Club. Okay. Only oh, yeah. two of my albums, like those are pretty like pretty barometers of things I would think. Listen, mm-hmm. no, no, just only, only two albums were on two of those lists. One, which was oh. the Spoon album and um, Angel Olsen's album Big Time. I still think you got to be happy with that. You got at least two on the oh. list. Come on. <laughs> Let's turn that frown upside down. Oh, thank you, Scotty. <laughs> and oh, wait, I'll, I'll post this. And uh, this, I'm very, I was very excited about this. A great year of music. I look forward to another year in 23. Can't wait. Oh, Neil, let's look yes. back at 2022. How about a few of the oddest Guinness World Records that were set in 2022? They're still doing that, huh? <laughs> it's still a thing. I, th- that used Good. to be our favorite book to take out right, but, at the school library in elementary school. Well, I'll, I'll go one further. I mean, I asked Kelly Montgomery. This is what you, you know, said. Kelly, do they still sell those at the book fairs that people can buy those? They should. I mean, that's the only thing I ever got. Okay. All right. So here's, uh, I'm going to give you three of them. The first one was the most eggs balanced on the back of your hand. And that record was set by Ibrahim Sadek of Iraq. He had 18 eggs on the back of his hand, equaling the record originally set in 2020. So now he's a co-holder of the record. So Ibrahim, he said, you need to have a high level of focus when attempting such a record, which is difficult to achieve. Add to that the pain and the pressure your hands go through. I need to be ready for that moment. You think he's taking that a little bit too seriously? No, if you're going to do something, you got to, you're all well, in. Well, he's, like got, he's got a world record now. Yeah, well, exactly. So he, he's the best. Eggs on the back of your hand. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right. All right uh, the next Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> the farthest distance to blow a pee. So David Rush has a bunch of Guinness World Records. Okay. Oh, this guy, he's, he's, um, he's, a, he's a record chaser. So, yeah. So what he did was he blew a pee on a level floor, 84 feet and 11.28 inches. 
He blew a pee. A pee. Was it frozen? <laughs> no. You know what? It doesn't say that. I think it was dry, a dried pee. Okay. But he had the record years before, and it was only 24 feet. What the hell is he? What? So he crushed it. I think this is something we should take up. Pee blowing? Yeah. Why not? Let's let's take it to this guy. Uh, I think we could blow something 90 Just feet. Just don't pee into the wind. All right, Neil, here's here's your third and final record. Yes, sir. The fastest time to assemble a Mr. Potato Head. Lim Kai Yi of Malaysia okay. put his award-winning puzzle-solving skills to the test when he took a fully disassembled Mr. Potato Head and put it together in the proper spots in 5.43 seconds. Wow. That's wow. pretty darn quick. Well, he, well, he had, but let's be clear. He had all the pieces there. Usually he's trying to find pieces. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> true. Maybe they should hide a couple on the floor. That's a big year for Guinness World Records, huh? The pee blowing? I, th- I I really think we could do that. I forget the Mr. Potato Head and the eggs. I think that ju- that just went fifty feet. Yeah, no, I do have COVID now. <laughs> yeah, we we both still no. We're we're both over the COVIDs. We're both yes. good, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Neil. Let's let's look forward to twenty twenty three. What's going on? Yeah, of course. I love twenty twenty. Yeah. I found on timeout dot com. Timeout. Dot com. 16 awesome and new things to do in the USA in 2023. All right. So I'll postulate these to you and you say yes or no, whether we should do these or not. Okay. This is in the USA. This is all within the USA. Attend a Formula One race in Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay. Yeah. I mean, cars right. zipping by down the street. Formula One's like a big thing. It is, except... Everywhere else but here, I think. We still have races in the USA, but who talks about Formula One racing? No, it's, it's, it's coming a thing on, like, there's a Netflix series and ESPN. Uh, is it like it. MMA? Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a cult for it. Not my thing. No. You All right, mean, number two is... Did, did Mario Andretti ride a Formula One or was he an indie driver? He was definitely indie. He may have done Formula One as well. Okay. Don't they cross back and forth? What's the difference? I don't know. No, there's difference. But and secondly, that's, I, I just I love that name. All right, next episode we're gonna break down <laughs> car racing. You, if you give me an assignment, I'll do it. You know that. You may continue. Maybe we should mark the different <laughs> kinds of racing. All right, visit Buffalo Bill's house. Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. You go to Periopolis, Pennsylvania. You can see the house where he kept oh. uh, all his victims. Is that is that in North Central PA? Drink, drink. Where 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 is that in PA? I'm not sure where. Periopolis is, but would you do it? Sure, I would. Buffalo uh, Bill. And, and, and I actually, I actually got stuck on that movie the other day. <laughs> it's hard not to watch. Neil San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I would. Nerdville. I would love it. In, I, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be like, uh, well, that's what would make it great. What if I, I got us press passes? I would be like, what? Am I here? What? What? Who? Huh? <laughs> Oklahoma City. There's a museum dedicated to the state's 39 native nations. Sure. Sure, yeah. Why not? I like I want I do want to go. I want to go to Tulsa, Oklahoma. San Francisco, California. There's a brand new park under the Golden Gate Bridge with spectacular views. Yes, I've been there. I've been I've been to Yeah, I mean, the, why I've not? I've been to those views over the uh, the park with 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 the uh, with the fog, street the fog comes out oh, there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, my brother-in-law Rob took us to a, a special spot there. Oh, a special spot! I know. Inspiration point. I get it, Richie. I was with my family. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Minneapolis, Minnesota. Bike the parks, peaks, and prairies trail all the way to Yellowstone. 
What? <laughs> so basically just ride your bike from uh, Minneapolis into Yellowstone. What do you think? That's a lot of mileage. Are you doing it? Um, I don't think I can. <laughs> or do I don't I, think I'm physically possible. I mean, I can do it. That's also. Eh, yeah. I mean, wh- why bike when you can drive? I like biking, but not like a lot. That's a, that, that, that's a trip. Orlando, Florida, Neil. An immersive Star Wars themed hotel. That's me, no, you, yes. I would love to go there with you and have you once again do your, it, what's a Wookiee? <laughs> what is the Wookiee? But I would be, here's the thing, I would go to, I would be respectful, you realize that. I mean, I really would. I would, just be I like, would <laughs> hope you wouldn't be. That would make it more but, but fun. I, but I'd be like, what am I, what's going on here? <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> In Denver, Colorado, you could book a seat on a glass dome train ride through the Rocky Mountains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Go there and celebrate American treasure Dolly Parton at a Dolly Parton-inspired bar. Um, you know no? Yes, I would go to Nashville and go to that. Tourist trap. This but. is going to be very unpopular, but I think Dolly Parton, she's no, no good anymore. Oh. Neil, I don't know what to say to that. I told you to be unpopular. Very unpopular. <laughs> New Jersey, South Dakota, Arizona, and Montana. You can go there and legally smoke marijuana. You can do that in Maryland. Right, so I'm going to give that a buzz. I don't like it. I don't think people should do it. There's a reason why it's called dope. Okay. Los Angeles, California. Geek out at the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures. Yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't we do that? We, we love the motion pictures. I love to be on a lot. <laughs> Hooray for Hollywood. <laughs> New York, New York. You can walk from New York City to Canada on the Empire State Trail. Have you done this? Have you been on the Empire State Trail? I have not. I'm not familiar with that. Let's do it then. Okay. That's a walk also. That's a walk. Yeah, that's a hike. <laughs> I mean, you, you I'd, rather, I'd rather hike than bike. Okay, but that's, in a car, that's got to be five, six hours. <laughs> okay, so it'll take a little longer. <laughs> if, and, and on a good day. <laughs> Colorado Springs, Colorado. Earn gold medals at the Olympic and Paralympic Museum. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, there you go. Check out the coolest park in the USA. I want to go to Tulsa. Yeah, I guess. Because I want to live on Tulsa time. Indianapolis, Indiana. Step inside an immersive Van Gogh exhibit. Um, I would just because it's immersive and Van Gogh. It would be crazy. And here's the last thing that timeout.com says we should do. Go to Glacier County, Montana. Visit the Glacier National Park before it melts. Aww. I say, let's do it. Well, that, 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 that's a good tie-in to... Uh, right, topic, so right? it leads into uh, 2023. Let's right. get into yeah, it. Yeah, why not? Let's uh, get into climate change. Yeah, well, oh. Really? I think we. I think. Uh, I think your albums put us over, Neil. Oh, man, I, I mean, I, I. I mean, I could have went through. Uh, do you, you, do, you, do a, you want a, me a, to a, cu- cut 11 that? To, Eleven to twenty-three. I could have still gone. I, I could cut that, and we could go back to um, climate change. I, mean, but I, I, I think it's. I would have oh. loved to break down the, je- the number twenty Jesse Mallon album, oh. glitter, glitter in the gutter. <laughs> Neil, I, I know we were going to talk about climate change, but I've just been handed this. What's that? The Peach Pit owner yeah. on 90210, played by Joe E. Tata. Uh-huh. His name is Nat. Oh, remember Nat? Nat. Yeah, I do remember Nat now. The late, great Joe E. Tata. Uh, and that that's definitely, uh, we're over on time and no time for climate change this week. Yeah, thank you, Nat. <laughs> but listen, next week we got uh, big sister Jody coming with her, something old, new, borrowed, blue, and I'm, lots I'm, of I'm, other fun. I'm very, very excited about that. And uh, we'll have we'll, maybe maybe we'll, we'll get a name for the for the, the Neil segment in the beginning. We'll, we'll... Yeah, let us know about that, right? right.
Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on Amazon, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.